Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Breaking Geek, the Breaking Bad podcast from Geek Girl Soup. And we're just a bunch of geeks here talking about the final eight episodes of Breaking Bad. And we are going to be recording every Tuesday night. We welcome your comments via email, geekgirlsoup at gmail.com, voicemail 503-447-6871, or in the Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash group slash geekgirlsoup. And I'm Susan. I'm Amelia. I'm Chris. I'm Kelly. And a special appearance tonight by Scott. Welcome. Well, first of all, you you may have noticed our new logo on the podcast. Amelia designed that. It's fantastic. It is awesome. I love that that logo. Thank you, Amelia. No problem. It's super sweet. <laughs> and and I also have the uh, the blue for everybody too. Yeah. Are, are you all eating your uh, your blue meth <laughs> while we do the podcast? So we'll all be on a sugar high. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave you do it next time. My, my doctor has recommended that I not eat the blue for the time being. Ah, oh, to rot your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think uh, most of us finished a, a rewatch recently. I know, Kelly, you did your, your usual binge-watching, right? I did my binge rewatch. Um, I guess I finished uh, a little more than a month ago. So, yeah, probably like five or six weeks ago. And did it in only a matter of a few days. With help from my uh, uh, college daughter, who has been home this summer. So, yeah. It was good. I, I definitely missed some stuff with the first binge-watch. Um a year ago. So it was good to watch a second time. And, and honestly, I for all you binge watchers out there, a uh, second, third, or even fourth really watches is very helpful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amelia, did you watch again? I've watched Sits and Pieces. I haven't done a proper rewatch. Okay. I have enough time. Sorry. And Chris? Do I ever rewatch anything? No. <laughs> I completely did not watch any of the episodes. I will have right. to rely on stupid old memory, which will be very <laughs> stupid, very old, and not very accurate. Well, this is why we have Scott here, right? Yes. I did hear AMC is doing a marathon of four and five, like Friday, starting Friday? Yeah, starting Friday. They're, they're doing some kind of marathon. I don't know where they're starting with it, but... Sounds like four and five. <laughs> yes, but I haven't confirmed four. But I know they're doing five. <laughs> I literally just read it on AMC's website. Like I believe you, ago. Amelia. Susan right. doesn't believe you. <laughs> I know she doesn't believe me. I'm She's completely saying. doubting the veracity of your story and doesn't want to lead people astray. Don't believe her, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, okay. did you finish your re- rewatch? Yeah, I mean, I seem to find myself rewatching the series practically every six months or so. So I even went out and bought the fifth season or the first half of the fifth season just so I could watch it again, as well as any of the commentaries and extras, because I just I like just hammering it home pretty much. And yeah, every time I've rewatched it, I discover big or little things that I hadn't noticed before. And some, mm-hmm. and sometimes it could be something which is like, oh, that's some eerie foreshadowing. 
that I hadn't even thought of. Mm. You know, some I'll give I'll give an example of just of one little thing I hadn't seen noticed before. When we see um, Walt's daughter, infant daughter, a couple times, she's dressed in a pink teddy bear outfit. Uh-huh. I never noticed that before. Ooh. Now we've all seen season two and the iconic pink teddy bear yeah. and what one can interpret that means. And I'm sure they didn't do that by accident. So I'm starting to have a real concern over what could possibly happen in those final eight episodes just because of that little bit of foreshadowing there. And I hadn't noticed that in a previous uh, season. I don't even know if it's mentioned in the commentaries, but I was watching. I was like, oh, my God. And I rewound it, and I'm staring at the screen. I'm like, oh, my God, she's dressed as a, a pink teddy bear. She's even got the little ears and everything. So that, that's the kind of thing you notice when you watch it, you know, the third or fourth time through, you know. And you don't I, think I believe it is it is mentioned in a commentary or maybe on one of the podcasts, but of course I don't remember exactly what they thought about it. Ah. Let me check my notes. Well, I was wondering whether or not like she came after the plane crash, right? Yes. Uh so, she was born towards the Yeah, she was born in the third season. That's when he's rushing to get the uh to make the deal with uh, Gus's guy before uh, and, and misses his daughter's uh, his birth. daughter's birth, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. <clears throat> oh no! Was... Wait! No, wait a minute! I'm sorry. That's not true. It's the end of the second season because he has to break into Jesse's house to get the stuff to make the deal. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and Jane hasn't died yet, so oh. it's it's the end of season two. Whoa! I almost pulled a uh, Breaking Bad boner there. So. Um, you know, there's a sound Already your, your rewatch <laughs> knowledge has come in handy and saved us from a very bad gaffe. Um, I was just wondering whether or not the teddy bear outfit on the, on the girl could be something Walt bought. Oh gosh, that's interesting. That like he has, um, you have, you've tokens he's keeping of other trophies. things. He's kept yes. trophies of trophies. everything that's happened. Yep. Starting with the crust off the bread. Take, you yeah. know, removing crust off of his sandwiches. After killing that guy, yeah. Yeah, Crazy 8, yep. Wow, oh. that would be crazy if he if he bought that outfit for that reason. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Uh, mm-hmm. Because he uh, does stuff like that. He's, he's like, self-flogging. Mm-hmm. What do you call that? <laughs> so. Flagellating? Yeah, flagellating. I would have have said the other one. I would have said... (laughs) Self-flagellating. That's every man's dream. (laughs) That's why why I let somebody else go. (laughs) That's why men take yoga classes. uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, uh, I I don't know. That was always my take on weird stuff like that. I would go the other way. It's not like something obvious. Although they do do the obvious on this show too. Yeah, they do both. Yeah. But yeah, Walt, Walt seems to, uh, from season to season, he seems to absorb something from one of the quote unquote bad people he encounters. So that's by the time you get to season five, you realize he's he's not just Heisenberg. He's also channeling Gus Fring all the time. Right. He's totally doing Gus Fring in all those scenes, which is really funny. Oh my gosh, so you just said he absorbs things from other people. So what jumped into my mind was he's like a macrophage, 
and macrophages help eat up dead cells and cancer cells. Oh, my God. We found the missing link in the show. No, actually, I do think that's biology. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he's you know, chemist was chemistry teacher, but I got to bring in my biology degree. Oh my god! Yeah, I was going to say the absorbing man from Marvel Comics is bald. But go ahead. I was totally going to think. I was totally thinking that, but part of my brain exploded after Kelly said that. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm I was constantly with y'all. Sorry. <laughs> Mike, ma- macro. We got the low bro. We got the high bro. We got it ma- all. Macro phalanges. Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think y'all may win the geek trophy for tonight then. Because y'all's, what, what What did you say his name was? Absorption man? What? Absorb, absorbing man. Absorbing man. Spider-Man villain. Okay. So is that <laughs> absorbing or adsorbing? Ooh, throw exactly. some biochemistry in there. Exactly. I think he's actually a Hulk villain, but anyway. But <laughs> yeah, I remember him for Spidey. No, it's a Hulk villain. Cool. I'm not even a Marvel guy and I'm saying that. <laughs> anyway. So here's a question. I've got the first question for the group. What do you think the first season would have ended like if it had not been cut short by the writer's strike? Where were they going with the story? Whoa, I didn't even, well, well, y'all know I wasn't watching when it first came out. That For me, that would require another rewatch. Well, you know where it ended. It kind of ended with the whole... um, yeah, where they junk, started working the with ju- the junkyard set. Yeah, the junkyard, the junkyard set. confrontation and the Heisenberg r- returns <laughs> for, uh, pork pie hat. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we all know that Pinkman was supposed to get it. He was not Rip. supposed to be in the series beyond like the introduction. He was going to be killed off. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah. I haven't anything about it i've just been enjoying watching it just been watching you you haven't oh my gosh wow your mind will explode if you if you but look I at all these behind the scenes things. i wonder if pinkman had saved himself by the time they ended it or would they have it was that where yeah. they were heading for the end of the first season that would be well, a big jolt well i think they made a decision not to kill pinkman pretty much after the first episode because it oh, really was, it was one of those we realized we had lightning in a bottle kind of a situations, and that and that changed direction pretty early on, much like the thing with Lost when they realized, oh my God, Michael Emerson's amazing because that character was only supposed to be in three episodes, and that oh. totally changed that totally changed the trajectory of that show, which also shows eh, kind of bullshit telling me you got everything all planned out, guys. You're gonna kill the guy who turned out to be Ben Linus. So shut up. <laughs> um, hey, hey, this yeah, but, is also but, like True Blood, uh, Scott. <laughs> wait, wait, I don't Lafayette remember any... was supposed to die, and they kept him alive. Oh, I thought you were gonna—I thought you were gonna point out something that actually sucks on Breaking Bad, which I couldn't think of anything because that can only—the <laughs> only thing that could compare to something like True Blood. Um, anyway, wow. <laughs> the only thing I can guess with the season one is that the entire—I think the entire Tuco storyline would have obviously played out th- for the entire season, mm-hmm. um, but. Would it have ended with Tuco being taken down? That whole thing that kind of started up the second season? Yeah, I think, Mm -hmm. I kind of think it would have, but then 
So maybe that storyline ended up getting truncated somewhat. I'm not sure. It, it's a, it's an interesting question. I, I think, yeah, Tuco probably would have been out of there by the end of the first season. And okay. From, from the podcast, uh, he didn't want to play that character for too long. Right. Because he was, I, I guess it was, disturbing him he was taking it home he, <laughs> so, he was he was having heath ledger syndrome or something so Aww. yeah oh guy playing tuco yeah yeah so he probably would have been killed by the end of the first season if it had been like the full first season mm. yeah that's one of the things when you do the rewatch he's so electric in that part i mean even if you've seen it a few times you still watch you still are frightened for the other characters when you watch certain scenes with him he's really good mm-hmm. yeah it's really good and to think that he was, like, the most outspoken of that family. We got to meet his entire family. Who, who knew that they were going to be so important to this show? Yeah. And he killed his entire family. <laughs> he wiped a line out. <laughs> Fucking Walt is the man. He is Heisenberg. Tell his name. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there are any more like little cousins or anything. Oh, no, dude, to... he wiped every little last one of them out. We saw them as babies. <laughs> they showed us a flashback. Here are baby nice versions again. of these guys. He's going to kill nice them. Again. There's always more. There's always more. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait. Oh, did, my God. Did I she did say, not hear that. Did she, did she say what I think she just <laughs> said? She did. She did. She All did. right. We've never met before, but you are now my favorite person on this podcast. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> so, sorry, Susan and Kelly. Sorry, Comic Geek. No, sorry. <laughs> Amelia, now you have to say something bad about Mad Men. <laughs> Why would she? Wait, I don't get a name. I get Comic Geek. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, other guy. You, you <laughs> over there. The fella. You're fella. <laughs> <laughs> he could have called you West Side, West Coast, West. Something. Oh yeah, we'll have our East Coast West Coast battle. Oh, yeah. awesome! <laughs> <sighs> but I'm from the East Side. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. You just live there on the West Side. Fuck yeah, and I'm not going back. <laughs> Screw y'all on the East Side. <laughs> I know. Hey, wait. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Bah. Boston. Bah. It's too cold. Then it's too hot. Then it's too cold again. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I had a... So, okay, go on. No, back to Breaking Bad. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> so you, you, you're, Meanwhile... You're going ed- to you're you're edit to make this tighter, right? You're going <laughs> to... <laughs> We're not editing that part out. No, no, yeah. that, leave that part in. I don't care. <laughs> oh wait, oh, I forgot it. That's what she said. Try, trying to be professional. <laughs> um, I was curious how the question I had for everybody was how you first started watching the show because it's a show that I think very I know very few people who started from the beginning. So it's kind of interesting to find out where people started watching the show or when when they started watching the show. I mean. Well, I I started watching from the beginning, so I'm I'm one of those early adopter geeks. Awesome. I was watching Weeds, and then this Weeds knockoff was coming on, so I had to see what the hell is going on there. (laughs) 
little did I know, weeds, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of took over and like ate it, ate its lunch and spat it out. Uh, Poor weeds. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. So I started last summer at the very end of the uh, 5.1 season after being hounded by Susan and Chris. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. We held a gun to her head, forced her to watch. Yeah. And then she pressure through it like in one weekend. Person. Yeah. 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 Basically. Six days or something, five days. No, if it if it's five seasons long, then it never takes me more days than seasons. Right? <laughs> and it usually takes me at least one less day than number of seasons. Yeah. Well the first season was only like seven episodes, right? I know. So I think this probably took me two and a half or three days, max. I mean, no, I didn't I, work or sleep, but you know. Right. I'm I'm pretty sure it took you five days because I was I was kind of watching with you. Okay. Kind yeah. of. Well, and with you from afar. I actually was working. Like I, that's why I missed so much because I would be doing some stuff and have it playing on my iPad next to the computer. So yeah, multitasking is a bad thing, kids. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> It would have been cool if you did it in four days because it would have been like four days out or something. Anyway. Uh, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Breaking Bad reference. <laughs> and Amelia, how about you? Um, I jumped on, I think after season three, I was house-sitting and had access to Netflix oh. and had done a rewatch of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy and then found Breaking Bad. Wow. What was that like? What a transition there. Recommendation. So recommended for you since you watched Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Wow. <laughs> I think it was uh, it was Aaron Paul's blue eyes. That, uh, <laughs> uh, of course. It's always the cute boy who draws you in. <laughs> well, you know, it's the cute boy that draws in the Queer Eye. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Does that mean you saw the movie Last House on the Left? Uh, No. No, I did not. (laughs) He was in that. No. No, I enjoy Aaron Paul. I am not. He is no Jay Baruchel for me. So um, (laughs) so there's that. Um, I had access to Netflix for like a week because I was house-sitting. So I watched the first three seasons. And... uh, I did have a friend on Facebook who was a massive fan and a friend other than Susan. So he kept saying, you have to watch it. So I watched it. There you go. Cool. And you, did we do you? Me, me, me you? Yeah, fella. I yeah, think you remember if we did it. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to touch what that, that's beyond that's what she said. Um, <laughs> That's what the whole room said. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, my my unfortunate confession, being the insane obsessive fan I am of the show now, is if it hadn't been for Bob Odenkirk, I never would have watched Breaking Bad. Wow! Now but, there's a weird way in. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it followed Bob Odenkirk to the it, show. It, this is what happened. So <laughs> it's it's early March 2010. And someone forwards me an article that was in the New York Times at, at my desk because it's about Bob Odenkirk. And everyone knows that everyone at work knows that I'm a, I'm a huge Mr. Show fan. I love Bob Odenkirk, David Cross, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading this article. And by the time I get to like the third paragraph, 
it mentions that he's on this show Breaking Bad. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I see like the very next sentence that he's a regular – he regularly appears on the show. And I went, what? Because <laughs> I've seen him show up on TV shows occasionally, you know, a brief appearance here or there, usually sitcoms and stuff. But I was like, wait, he's a running character on a dramatic <laughs> series? So I saw the show was about to start up in about a week or two. So I set it in my DVR for season three. And then I immediately changed my Netflix settings and I watched like seasons one and two in the next week. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like the greatest show ever. Um, and this is during the last season of Lost. So that was helping because it was helping deal with my dissatisfaction with Lost at the time. And, yeah, I've become an insane fan for the show ever since. So Nice. That is an awesome entry story. Mm-hmm. Oh, and speaking of Bob Odenkirk, Susan, did you hear the commentary of how we should we all have to thank Bob Odenkirk for one other thing on Breaking Bad? Did you hear that? Yeah. Great little piece. I love the little bits of trivia that you find out about shows that like like the thing we all know about they were going to kill Jesse, but mm-hmm. he they ended up changing their mind. Also, the fact that um, Dean Norris wanted to leave the show early on because he had an offer to do another show and he didn't think Breaking Bad was going to last. Mm-hmm. And Vince Gilligan wouldn't get rid of him. He, he refused. And now, of course, Dean Norris has done an about face because it's his- <laughs> that's an amazing little bit of trivia as well. But my favorite is this. When they were getting towards the end of season two, the original script was when Jane is found dead. The person who comes over to Jesse's house and takes care of everything is not Mike. It's Saul. Saul is the one who's supposed to be taking care of everything. But Bob Odenkirk wasn't available that week. He couldn't, he couldn't make it. So literally they had to come up with a new character and they created oh the character of Mike that really? week. Because, <laughs> That's and awesome. It said, now if you listen to the commentary, I think it's on the commentary for the final episode with Mike. Um, the actor himself, as well as Gilgan, actually thanks Bob Odenkirk because he knows if it hadn't been for Odenkirk not being available, that part would never, never would have existed and he would have gotten what he calls the best part of his career. Wow. So... So everyone can thank Odenkirk for making me a fan and for giving us Mike. I guess the Mike thing's a bit more important for everyone else, but you know. Ermin Trout. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly. Yes. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten that far in the commentaries. I've only, like, the first disc of season four. That's it. That's as far as I've gotten. Pretty amazing stuff. That's that's that cool. Awesome. Yeah. And you're you're also doing a uh, a blog. You're doing Saul's defense of uh, some Breaking Bad characters. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd gotten a message that Saul Goodman wanted to uh, <laughs> defend the five leading characters on Breaking Bad in the kind of the hypothetical court of public opinion kind of a scenario. So I've been pretty much transcribing his blogs into my own blog space, and so far we've posted. Um, his defense of Marie Schrader, Hank Schrader, and Skylar White. And actually, I just got sent the, the latest one, which is for Jesse. Um, that one's kind of a fun one. Uh, I'll give you a one-sentence preview that I kind of I liked one of Saul's lines here, where he talks about the, uh, the, the DEA having such a hard-on for Jesse, they couldn't pee straight for a year. So... <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, just I, I really liked that line, so I, I let him know I was really well written. And uh, 
But uh, I'll, I'll be posting that tomorrow, and hopefully the final one with that'll be Walter White, which I don't know. That one could be a doozy. Um, we're going to yeah. try to get that one posted, I'm hoping, by Friday. So that way this weekend can be totally about the new season and, and move forward from there. And what do you mean the final one? There's plenty more characters that need defense in that show. Well, Saul's going to be a little busy from Sunday on. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We need to hear and the defense I, of, of of Junior. Okay, yeah, I was thinking Walter there's, Junior. There's Walter Breakfast. Junior. There's Lydia. There's oh, Lydia! <laughs> come on. There's Miles for Lydia. <laughs> and and the guy who shot the kid, like oh, the dumber Todd. version oh, of Todd. yeah. Come on. Oh, the Friday night video uh, uh, videos! Wow, Friday night lights! <laughs> wow, I just sh- I just showed how old I am! Wow, yeah. <laughs> wow! And, and uh, wait, what about the neo Nazis? Isn't he going to defend the neo Nazis? Again, Saul can only take on <laughs> paying clients. <laughs> and, the neo Nazis are well paid. And even though Saul has tried to convince them otherwise, they still believe he's actually Jewish, though we know he's not. So they wouldn't weren't going to allow him to defend him. They they don't want to have anything to do with him. So. And what's the uh, the address then for your blog, uh, where we can read these? That is a good question. It is it's a esoteric candy is one big long word. Dot blogspot dot com. And you can pretty much find them all there. Uh, there's a few other Breaking Bad-related blogs that you can find, as well as Mad Men and other things. So some of it's good, some of it sucks. It's all in how you read it. You know. <laughs> Excellent. I'll, I'll post the link in the in the notes here too. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Now, what what else do we need to talk about? Well, what what are some predictions for uh, these final eight episodes? Well, is everyone sort of assuming that Walter's going to die? Nope. No? Okay. I, yeah, I don't know. I guess I was, but I, I'm not going to... I don't know how, of course. I mean, well, they show us how he possibly could die. He's got like an M60 in his trunk. Yeah, yeah. With a grenade launcher attachment. Well, I, yeah. think, he's, well, I think he coincidentally has the same gun that we see... The the Pacino character in Scarface has, and I that's surely not a coincidence. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's interesting because there's been a tradition of these major television series that 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 are focused around like an antihero and how they end. And there's always the are they going to die? And they usually don't kill them, or they fade out before something could have happened that might have killed them. Well, oh, you're, you're, oh no! Oh, you mean they smash cut to black? <laughs> that wasn't, it. dude. If that had been a fade, it wouldn't have been half as controversial as opposed to just going straight to black. I actually, I actually have grown to love that ending, so it doesn't bother me anymore. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it's, I, I'm try, I'm actually, I have this weird perspective on Breaking Bad where, I part of me does not want to make any predictions because. If by the remotest chance I get anything right, and I, I know I would, but just on that remote chance, part of me will be disappointed if I see it play out in front of me. 
Because it'll, it'll, be, it'll almost be like I spoiled myself, even though I know that makes no sense. Yeah. And it happened for me with Lost in season three, where two weeks beforehand, I guessed about the idea about there being flash forwards. And then that turned out to be mm-hmm. what happened. And I, I, I figured it out like five minutes into it, like, oh, I was right. And instead of being happy I was right, I was kind of disappointed because I was like, oh, okay, great. I was, I was upset that I was right. It makes no sense. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not really a spoiler, but then it's, since you thought of it, then it's not going to be as climactic as. Yeah. It, it's like trying to guess what, it's like trying to guess what present you're going to get. Yeah. You know, yeah. for your birthday. That's, and then you turn out to be right just before you open it up. It's like, oh, it, it is the D- DVD I was asking for or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think whatever the ending is, it'll be a satisfying ending. I, you know, based on the rest of the series, I I think I think I'll like it, whatever it is. I yeah, think they, I won't yeah. like the fact that it's over. Yeah. Well, there's that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, World without Breaking Bad does make me sad, and, <laughs> I, and yes, that rhymes. I, I know that. Um, <laughs> I have to say though, if they do kill him, it won't bother me as much as killing certain other characters on the show. Because I, it, killing him will be, I can see, justifying it. Because he has become a villain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I've, I've kind of given up the idea that he's going to somehow be redeemed. Because I've been saying that for a while. Like, oh, maybe he can find his way to redemption. I'm not so sure that's possible anymore at this point. Um, but I don't think his redemption is something that they would even consider. Yeah, the way point. that... Yeah, the way when you listen to Vince Gilligan and Brian Cranston talk about the series, that yeah, that doesn't appear to be on their radar at all, unless they're really just holding their cards really closely to their chest and not, not giving anything away. But imagine how upset people will be if, for example, they kill Jesse. I mm-hmm. think that will upset a lot of people. Uh, what if somehow they kill Hank? I think that could upset some people. Not as much as Jesse, but still, I think people would be upset by it. I think I'd be yeah. more upset if they killed Hank. Action um, Hank's the man. Now, now some people, not Chris or me, some people might be happy if they do kill Skylar. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not jerks. one of them. Jerks. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> jerks. Amelia, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Only the jerkiest. Not, <laughs> killer, not killer, uh, killer first episode. Uh, it's not like she's a Sunday night vampire or something. But, uh, <laughs> Dude, I, I, true. the thing she's I love about Jessica. Skylar is the fact that she has the same absorption powers that her husband does. She's mm-hmm. become as much of a gun mall in all this as he's become a gangster. <laughs> well, the interest, I always thought one of the interesting things about Skylar from almost well, from season one on is She's a much better liar than her husband. <laughs> and, and you go, go all the way back to season one when she lies her way out of the store when they're busting her for shoplifting. Mm-hmm. And you see every season there's at least one or two times where she has to do something like that. She has to scheme. And it becomes more so in the third and fourth season. And you realize she's actually better at this than her husband is because, especially early on, he's a really bad liar. Mm-hmm. And... I'm always amazed that he's got he got away with what he does early on because he's not good at it. But she she takes to it like a fish to water. She's really good at it. <laughs> well, she's had to do it before on a professional basis. Right. I mean, working where she worked. 
Right, right, right. True, though, but did she do, did she lie when she worked for Ted the first time, you know, before the show started? Mm. I don't know. Or maybe she didn't know then uh-huh. that, the, uh, yeah. that he was cooking the books. I don't know. Well, if she didn't know he was cooking the books, she was a terrible accountant. True. Very true. Mm-hmm. Oh. Skyler. <laughs> no, I mean, well, so if Walt does live, then I mean, and I am all for redemption, and there is this tiny part of me that would still like to see him to see them all live happily ever after. All right. I don't think it's going to happen, though, because Vince Gilligan talks so much about consequences of your actions. Mm -hmm. So if Walt lives, I was anticipating someone in his immediate family dying. I know it doesn't have to be that way, but, you know, that would be uh, a horrifying consequence. You know what I mean? Like like the teddy bear? You mean like an infant daughter dressed up as a teddy bear? It could be very much like that, yeah. By the the way, my my pinky is right at my lip when I said that, just so you're aware of that. Are you holding a certain naked cat, too? (laughs) My my cat's too fat to be naked, so no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I... My feeling is if he's going to get punished... It has to be in a really horrible way, and although death is horrible in of itself, I mean that's still a possibility. I think killing someone close to him would hurt him more, so to speak. Oh, yeah. And I don't think you could do anything worse than your your infant daughter. I mean, it could be like a package deal where it's like mother and daughter or something like that. That it or, would not surprise me. True, or maybe Skyler. And he goes to prison, and now um, Marie and Hank are really raising the kids, because that would devastate him, too. I think that in his own sick way, Walt really does love Skylar. And, and, and yeah, his dying wouldn't be punishment to him at all. You know, like you had pointed out, I, I read you had explained to someone else on the, in the Facebook group um, about why he punched the uh, paper towel holder. When he found out that he was in remission. And, um, you know, so he did all this. He got into this business because he was supposed to die. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it would be much, much worse if he lives and someone in his immediate family dies. And I think he would be really upset if it were Skyler. No, I, I, I agree. I think in his own way he does love Skyler. And I, I kind of like to think those last few minutes of the last episode from the f- first half of season five kind of – reintroduce them as a, an entire family unit once again, because yeah. we haven't seen that all season. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and I kept thinking that, that, you know, I was watching the, those last few minutes. I kept expecting her to go in and drown or something. That I know it would have been silly for adults there to swim, but and Walt Jr. may be able to swim too. But um, but yeah, that that felt um, it felt nice to see them as as a family again. Yeah, so you're right. That's probably setting us up. Well, there's also something. They also <laughs> now, for a lot, lot. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of when we're looking at the last eight, what the final eight episodes are going to be, we have to always keep in mind. I mean, we brought up the that huge uh, freaking gun, but the other little facts that we saw in that opening for season five that he was what, ha- celebrating his fiftieth alone, fifty uh, second. Um, so, yeah, so we know. So we know that's a year later. Because yeah. he celebrates his fifty-first during this uh, during the first half of the season, so we know we've mm-hmm. we well we flash forwarded actually. Um, the other <laughs> thing, the other thing that's re- and also like the license plate is from New Hampshire, so you start that's wondering: is there a witness protection situation going on, or is it just someone's in hiding in general, or whatever? Yeah. And the most interesting thing is when he's in the bathroom that he coughs and he has he takes what's obviously a prescription medication. There is an indication that perhaps the cancer has come back. Yeah. So there's that. I do not believe they'll end the show with him. You're not. I mean, you can't end with someone dying of cancer. That's just too limp. But mm-hmm. my feeling is, if they indicate that the cancer comes back, that gives him free reign to kill him off. Because then he'll. He, well, he, he knows he's going to die. So maybe. Jesse or save Skyler, whatever, because he knows that he's going to die regardless. I could see them doing that. The only problem I have with that for this show, that might be just a little bit too neat, mm-hmm. but I could see it. And I'm going to hate myself if they do that because I just said it out loud. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how would Walt want to die? Because what you just said about uh, killing him off with cancer, you know, no one would die of cancer because that would be a weak way to go. It would, and that's why it would probably suck for him to die that way. He is Heisenberg. Then he'd want to go out like Tony Montana. Yeah. Right. I feel like that would be a weak ending, too, though. To go out like Tony? Yeah, like Scarface. Well, yeah. he's always said yeah. that the show was, "What if Mr. Uh, how do you get yeah, go Mr. from Chips. Mr. Chips to Scarface?" Mm-hmm. Right. That's I feel like that's still that both options are too weak. Cancer or going out like Isaac. Too weak. I think. So how we? So what's strong? Getting hit by a bus. I don't know something. <laughs> That's Something Joe Black that's Final destination. <laughs> <laughs> okay, obviously it's not getting hit by a bus, but something nobody's expecting. I think you know getting the cancer getting him is getting expected. Shot by, getting shot by Junior is yeah. Hmm. You know that it's shot Jr. Well, would be uh, unexpected. I think but, him going out with the big, you know, hurrah is just. No, that's too easy. That's true. But well, the, and then if we remember the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, and so a little <laughs> chaos oh, in there. Real science again. Yeah. <laughs> Microphalanges. <laughs> Microphages. Yeah. I like my word better. Go on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Moulin> Rouge. <laughs> Go for the predictable, and the unpredictable will result. Mm. Meaning he'll fail spectacularly, and that'll be the end. That actually makes sense. I would, he, I could embrace something like that more. What I don't like the idea of, and I don't, I don't think Amelia was suggesting this, but anything that takes on a, and maybe I should let uh, Kelly pronounce it for me because it's foreign in, in in the origin. 
I do like Machina kind of thing. Yeah, I know I screwed it up. I don't want that. I want... I feel like it just makes you feel really, but... I mean, I don't know, something like... Because I want it to be earned. And something like that wouldn't be earned. That would bother me. You know, I want there to be a reason for it, you know. So I like the idea of setting it up for one thing, and then, oh, it turns out to be something else entirely. That would be amazing. So I, I agree with that. But I don't want it to be something out of left field where, you know. Well, does you everyone know. agree that it's going to be the neo-Nazis that he has to deal with? Or do they think it's going to be some sort of rival cabal that sprang back up after the destruction of Fring's, or the destruction that Fring wrought? Hmm. Uh, I'll be honest, until you mentioned it, I hadn't even given the neo-Nazis any thought. I hadn't really thought of them as being possible players, though I could see that, but them playing a part. I do think it's interesting that you have neo-Nazis doing that, but the whole origin of the corporation he's working with, aren't they German? So <laughs> I, I find that kind of interesting. And I also thought it was going to be something relating to that, that, that overall organization. Yeah, that would be cool. Because that organization came out of nowhere, and that was badass. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, in that last episode, thing is, he, gets, he tells her that he's out. But how easy can it be for him to get out? I, I can't imagine it just, I'm out and that's it. Just because there's no Gus Fring, I mean, even Gus Fring, he might not have quote-unquote answered to someone else, but there were other people involved. This whole organization is not global. Thing. They're going to be pissed if there's no more blue, you know, making its way to Finland or, or the Czech Republic or wherever the hell it's going anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder if it's something like that, you know. I just feel that neo-Nazis might play a little small for the way for the the, the way the show has gotten so big. It would I feel like it feel like oh, it's season three of Sons of Anarchy all of a sudden instead of the final season of Breaking Bad. And I love <laughs> I love Sons of Anarchy. That's not a knock on Sons of Anarchy, just so. <laughs> and actually, that was season two of Sons of Anarchy. That's really nice. <laughs> well, we were you no, know, we were speculating of how the show would end, meaning. Essentially, that, that final scene of that, of that of that very last episode. I'm kind of wondering something, which I know if I went online right now, I could be spoiled and I'm, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of just wondering where the very first episode of Sunday is going to start off. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been wondering we, that too, yeah. I mean, are we picking up, like, with Hank still sitting in the toilet? Is it a daily? <laughs> is it a weekly? I, I'm, because yeah. I have to say this, if, and I, I mean, I'll love the show regardless, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But there's part of me that I want to pick up right, right, right there. Well, you know, the deuce. I, I want to, it'll be the long, it'll be the, it'll be the longest deuce ever in television history. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be like this must be what happened to Jack Bauer after eight years. Oh, God. But um, that's, that's like the best shitting joke ever. Anyway, but um, I want to see his face and what he does when he comes back out uh, with everybody oh, yeah. at the table yeah. Yeah. and how he acts and how he. Does, and what, says it doesn't say anything. Have have yeah. we all seen like the the trailers for no, um, these final? Okay. <laughs> well, can I can I mention something or or not? I don't know. If you're talking about what I think you're talking about, I don't see how that could be a spoiler because it's it doesn't really tell you anything whatsoever. Yeah. So. Well, we we see Hank and he's driving and he's angry. So maybe he just gets up and walks out and is doing his angry driving. I don't know. Yeah, but he's got Marie there. 
So he definitely has to take her. And yeah, well, would he just? I, I've wondered he's that not too. Does be he thinking about him? that? He's not going to. You know, I mean, he's just had the biggest shock of his life. So he could he could so get up and walk is, out. Or he could spend the night. <laughs> Wait, now we're losing Scott's connection. So where were we in the Breaking Bad? But just start talking, and it might work. So. All right. No, we were just wondering what how um, that first scene was going to play. Is you know, is Hank going to come back out to, to the porch? Are we going to see him, how he reacts to Walter now? Is are we going? But are we going to skip like an hour later, a day later, a week later? I don't know. They've right. done both. They, they've they've done both things on the show. I think I'd have to think about cliffhangers and where they picked up with the next season. Um, they tend to pick up pretty closely afterwards, yeah. my recollection. So I, I'm kind of wondering what I'm He is really screwed. I don't know what I, I'm wondering what the writer is going to come up with because I'm trying to figure out what he can possibly do right now. You know? Yeah. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention just because it's Breaking Bad related. Um, I might be going to an exhibit tomorrow at the in New York at the Museum of Mu- of the Moving Image in Queens. They're going to have a break. They have a Breaking Bad exhibit there. It's there until October. So I am going to get. Yeah, I think you'll you'll have to go and you'll have to report back. I, I might take a picture. video. I, yeah, I, oh, video. I don't know if I'm going to do any videos, but uh, I might take a picture or two or thirty. You know. <laughs> <laughs> until October, you say. Yes, it will be. Uh, Oh, yeah, because Amelia's moving east, and uh, how far is New York from... A few hours. Yeah? Yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah. So I'm a I I just came across this recently. I was like, oh, I... And I realized, why don't I go? I'm kind of at home all the time. Why don't I just get on a train and go to Queens? Okay, I'll do that tomorrow. Cool. But I will not be wearing a Breaking Bad t-shirt while I'm there. That, that's, that's too much. I won't do that. Oh, too fanboy? <laughs> right. that's, yeah, don't me, that's be like, that guy. To me, that's like wearing a comic book t-shirt and going in a comic book store wearing that shirt. I just I disapprove of that, so I won't do it. <laughs> you could take a Breaking Bad plushie with you. Oh, they're so cute. I, I have my, uh, I have a Walt and a, well, actually, okay, it's a Heisenberg and a Jesse, and I love them. Well, Last time I checked that, last Where are you finding this crap? <laughs> somebody, yeah, somebody posted it in, in one of the groups, the link to these, the plushies. I, I have a better idea. I think your new cat girl needs to go. Cat woman. Sorry, not girl. She wants to go. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, didn't get any of that. Yeah, we didn't get any of that, Scott. Yeah. Oh, what I said? Oh God, why? <laughs> well, since since Skype isn't cooperating, then I guess I guess we should end this podcast. Ah, I know. We've only just begun. I know. Unfortunately, this season hasn't even yet begun. So it begins in a few days. Yay! I'm looking forward to that. Sunday, yeah. August 11th. I do have it on good authority that Netflix has added season five. 
for anybody out there. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. So does it have all the seasons that. now? Yes. Yes. Mm. Well, maybe I'll just watch some Netflix. Yeah, you can do it. You can start today. You can binge watch, you know, like like Kelly did, and you can watch it all before uh, Sunday night. Yep, you've got five full days. That's more than enough time. Yeah, you can watch it while you're at work, right? Yep. I can put it on in the background, yeah. Okay. Or put it on your phone, and yeah, streaming through there, and just sneak it on. You've got ways. No, I just put it on the screen. I've got two screens. <laughs> no need to hide it. <laughs> One screen is Breaking Bad. The other screen is my job. <laughs> it's a Breaking Bad, not a background show. Right. I, I've I tried it that way. It being in the background. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs>